Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. We can make out like freaking 15 year olds. <laughs> we can give the teenagers a run for their money. You guys already know that I love good sex, raunchy sex, a lot of sex, all kinds of sex. But I really appreciate the intimacy component. And with a lot of people over the years, because it's very casual, I don't get that. Okay, so let me get this straight. You know, you you don't want to have sex with me, but you're out there and you're going to have sex with a couple. You know, like you're giving your body to them, but you won't be with me. Jack is not afraid to connect when we're having sex. The, the saucy conversations, calling out each other's names, the passionate kissing and connecting and then laying there and talking and cuddling afterwards. Let me say right now, Nico is not penetrating my vagina. <laughs> well, with his fingers. He gets, yeah. if he's lucky, he gets to with his fingers. I am having so much fun being the dominant one. He's so fucking sexy. I, and I can't even believe that this gorgeous guy wants me to put his cock in a cage and tease and deny the shit out of him. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. How is everybody doing out there? Oh my gosh, did was it just me or did everybody think that February just flew right by? I can't even believe it. I feel like, holy shit, we're into March. What the heck is going on? Well, I know I wished everybody a happy Valentine's Day because I had an episode come out on Valentine's Day, but I hope everybody had a great one. I know I did. I had HK come into town and we took a lovely little trip to Orlando where we just did some fun stuff, Cirque du Soleil. I got a golf lesson. I'm a golfer now. <laughs> I'm actually a really good putter, shitty, shitty driver right now because I... um obviously, you know, working on my golf swing. And, you know, it's really awful to be with somebody like HK, who's this athlete his whole life. <laughs> and there I am just like hacking away, taking out mounds and mounds of the grass as I'm, you know, my driver is just pummeling their gorgeous, the gorgeous, gorgeous golf course. <laughs> but anyway, it was quite fun. And uh, one of his friends is the golf pro at this really nice golf course. And I was able to get a lesson, have some lessons, and it was kind of funny because I'd love to show it, but I can't because you can see, you know, my face and everything. But uh, the golf pro actually like grabbed my hair and grabbed my ponytail and was like holding me up during my swing so that I would have the proper, he could get me to the feeling of like the proper uh, positioning for, for my swing. 
And I, of course, there was all kinds of jokes about that. You know, it's like the hair pulling, it's works in golf. It's not just for kids, you know, like I do like hair pulling. So it was quite funny. But anyway, and then I, after that, I was, that was Valentine's week. And then, uh, after that, I headed off to with some girlfriends on a girl's trip to Sedona, Arizona, which is so lovely. I don't know if anybody's been to Sedona or lives by it. Wow. Stunning. It was kind of a whirlwind because, you know, I was with f- four other girls and I think everybody knows like when you travel with a bunch of people, you know, you're just on this big fast agenda. I would totally love to go back sometime, you know, like with a partner or partners and, uh, experience it that way because, oh my gosh, the food, the atmosphere. Sedona is just really gorgeous and special. So I caught some snow while I was there. It was snowing. And then of course I came back to lovely Florida with 85 degree weather. So that's been so much fun. But through all of this, I have to say where I'm finding myself right now is I'm so just really content. I'm feeling very, I guess, grateful and content with my partners and what's going on right now, and especially the way I'm connecting with everybody. And, you know, I really, I really kind of got the inspiration for this episode when I was talking to Kathy Kay from Strictly Anonymous Podcast. I I know I've mentioned her before. She's got a great podcast, guys. You should check it out. And I was doing an interview with her for one of her episodes, which I think just aired this past Friday. If you guys want to give it a listen. We, she was asking me about my threesome experience because, you know, I, we haven't really delved into it since it's happened. So that was kind of fun. And we just kind of got to talking about all kinds of stuff. She, she does these girl talk episodes. So she really digs deep. She's a good interviewer. So she pulled some stuff out of me that, you know, I definitely haven't really discussed before. So if you guys want to give that a listen, head over to Strictly Anonymous podcast, but it's just been, she brought up a subject just kind of talking about, I guess, you know, that how I'm feeling about being within this thruple and with this couple and how I'm liking that dynamic with Jack and Jill. And I, it really kind of made me think about how great the communication is between everybody and how that just adds to, to the whole thing. You know, right now, if I didn't have such good communication with everybody, the wheels would be coming off the bus that, you know, I'd probably feel a little bit sleazy. I mean, this wouldn't be good. One of the things that I really committed to this year uh, was what I call kind of like radical honesty. One of my sort of just New Year's resolutions, I guess, to loosely put it, but is it it was just with my, you know, with, with within my podcast and within my with my partners and you know in my business, just to work on being even more honest than I feel like I already am, and it's it's really paying off, and I'm feeling like because of that. I happen to be in this space right now with these great people in my life with this excellent communication. And because of that, for me, the sex is fucking off the chain. I mean, it's, I don't know. I, I, somebody's got to pinch me because I feel very, very content. And usually, you know, with, with these casual relationships, that's hard to achieve. So I wanted to share, you know, more about that. Of course, juicy details and stuff like that, but definitely be talking about my pussy and (laughs) fucking and all that good stuff. But really, it wouldn't be as good and as connected and as just sexy. And, you know, my, my, my pussy wouldn't be as wet if there wasn't, if I didn't feel 
as connected to the people that I'm with. And so that's really, you know, one of the blessings that I'm getting right now. And I'm just like, wow, even just that little tiny commitment to being even more of a straight shooter than I already am. Because like I say, I feel like I am beyond blunt and beyond honest with people, but there's always more room to sort of work on that and also being more appreciative and just grateful, I guess, for the people that I'm with and not being afraid to sort of let them know that. I, I think that that goes a long way and it it just adds to what's already going on and makes it that much better. So so thanks, Kathy Kay, for sort of, uh, you know, helping me brew <laughs> birth this episode because it's just it it's one of these it's one of those elements that people don't like to hear oh communication you know it's really not very sexy but when you apply it in sexy scenarios you get the amazing benefits of that so let me kind of start with um let me let me start with what's kind of going on with HK so HK came into town on Valentine's Day and that was really sweet cuz i knew we were going to be going away and to Orlando. But the interesting thing with HK and I right now, and this is a shocker, I know, drum roll, HK and I are not sleeping together. We will, when he comes, you know, he stays in the guest room. We do, of course, some hot and heavy makeout. The one thing I love about HK is we can make out like freaking 15 year olds. <laughs> we can give the teenagers a run for their money. It's I am one that loves, I love connecting and I love kissing and kissing and talking and just cuddling and all that stuff. You guys already know that I love good sex, raunchy sex, a lot of sex, all kinds of sex, but I really appreciate the intimacy component. And with a lot of people over the years, because it's very casual, I don't get that. Now I'm in this really interesting position with HK because Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Because... He and I have a strong history and a long backstory, many years together, many years, and just the, you know, the, this passionate, really love story from way back when. And that little spark and fire is definitely still there. And so with him, I want to be, you know, he's meeting me at this time where I'm different, you know, I mean, he, when, when we met, God, I think if I'm thinking back now, was he like the second person I'd ever slept with? Maybe the third, something like that. I mean, you know, I was very inexperienced. And in fact, <laughs> the first time we were together, this is so funny. We were in a friend's house, the friend that, uh, our mutual friend that we met through. And, I had come, to, he was back in town, I think at the time he was playing for the Red Sox, if I'm not mistaken. I can't remember. He's played for a few teams, but back then we, I think it was the Red Sox and we jumped in his friend, we, he was staying in his, you know, our friend's guest room and 
we had gone into the closet because we didn't want to be loud and we were going to have sex in the closet. This is like the first time. And I'll never forget him asking me like really slow and kind of softly, like whispering in my ear, like, you know, are you a virgin? And I was like, no, <laughs> but I really, at that moment, the way he said it was so sweet. Like I wished I was anyhow. So I don't know. I don't even know where was I going with that story, but I guess just it's just to sort of point out that you know he knew me when I was nowhere near Curious Girl Diaries status or would ever even consider that kind of thing. I was very very conservative back then and just very shy and not experienced with my sexuality. And you know, as the years went on and we got better and you know, more bonded and, and love and all that stuff. Our sex got hotter and hotter, but it was still not, you know, it was still very vanilla, right? So not, not anything like the crazy shit I'm into now. So the thing with him is I don't want to, I have to be careful. You know, he knows about the podcast, obviously he's been on it. He knows that, you know, I've made sex a priority, how I feel about it, that I'm adventurous and out there and experimenting. And this last time when he was out, you know, I think he was kind of wondering why, you know, as we're having these hot and heavy makeouts and just, um, and we're not even like, we're, I'm not even like touching genitals. Like we're just making out groping. There's no, I mean, literally when I say like 15 year olds, that is straight up like 15 year olds. I know shocking. Right. But the reason I'm going very slow with him and holding back is because I, don't I know what we had and I know how much I value him and I don't want to fuck it up or risk wrecking it, our relationship or just the, the good sentiment between us after all this time, you know? And so it's, he means enough to me to put the brakes on and say, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this the right way and slowly. And that means like rolling the clock back, to kind of when we first met and we didn't sleep together initially right away and we're not going to sleep together right now. And I, you know, I, I had to have that conversation with him. I had to communicate and I had to say, we were sitting in bed and I had to say, you know, listen, I want to talk to you about something. I'm sure you're probably wondering like what's going on. I'm not jumping on your signals and I'm not moving things forward sexually. And, you know, and I had to explain to him why? And I had to tell him, you know, he, I told him about Jack and Jill and that, you know, I'm sort of like in this thruple now and that that's really fun. And I was telling him all the stories about that. And I think initially, you know, it was kind of like, huh, okay, so let me get this straight. You know, you, you don't want to have sex with me, but you're out there and you're going to have sex with a couple, you know, like you're giving your body to them, but you won't be with me. I smooth, you know, I, I don't, he didn't exactly say it that way, but you know, that's, if I'm reading between the lines, you know, that's, that's the crux of it. Right. And so, you know, I had to, I had to tell him, I just had to say, you know, I am, I am like this way now and I know you and I know how you are. And I, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it right. We're going to move it forward slow and sex will kind of have to be the last component. And you also have to know that this is sort of how I am now, which is not that part of me, you know, who you used to know has evolved and changed. And if you want to be with me, we're going to have to really, really talk about what we want out of each other sexually and what 
you know, needs, wants, and desires that we have. It all turned out in the end, you know, it really, I know that he really appreciated the honesty. It put him at ease and he's not disappointed. And, you know, we're still going to be seeing each other and we'll see where that goes, but everything's out there. And I feel really good about that. And, and I, I know he does too. And it's the interesting thing is I'm working really hard at this point to put consistently everything on the table with everybody. And that means someone could say, Hey, I don't like that. That's not good for me. You know, I, I, and walk away, which of course I don't want anybody to do, but I have been through, through this Curious Girl Diaries journey. I have been lied to in the worst ways possible. I have been by people that I ended up really caring about. And that happens, you know, there's just, that's going to happen, but I have to make sure that I act with integrity, you know, and I communicate with everybody and it's even more convoluted and complicated because there's more people involved and more stories going on. And, you know, I'm like, how do I walk this line and how do I keep this balance without losing anybody, but also not giving up on what I, my values that are, what that are important to, in order to create these great relationships and these sexy, fun dynamics. I know that what really bonds me to people is honesty. And what really repels me from people is people that can't communicate at this point in their lives because we're all adults and people that can't be honest. It just drives me batty. And I, it, it just turns me off faster than anything. And unfortunately, in the casual sex game, there's a lot of people that are just rooted in being dishonest. I don't know why. It's really strange. I kind of consider it like a like a weakness. And like I'm unfortunately one of those people when I see these like weaknesses in people, like if, you know, lack of strength of character. I feel like you know, if I'm being honest, I I it makes me kind of look down on them a little bit. It makes me feel superior. And when you're feeling superior and looking down on someone, your pussy's not getting wet. You're not, you know, you're turned off and you feel like you're dealing with a child and not an adult. And I don't want to fuck children. I want to have hot, sexy adult relationships with people. And I don't like being lied to. And I'm certainly not going to perpetrate that on anybody else. So, you know, I'm really happy and excited with where I am with HK. And I love our makeouts. I mean, kissing, it's, it's not, it's underrepresented. I feel like in a lot of the, you know, it has been underrepresented for me with a lot of my casual relationships, because that's kind of a deeper kind of connection when you sit there and you really, you know, you're kissing and you're eye gazing and you're connecting and that makes things super hot. I can balance that. You know, it, it, Eventually it can, you know, lead somewhere. It can lead to more of a, you know, loving connection. And that's okay. I'm not afraid of that either. I'll cross that bridge when I get there. But the, it sort of tends to weed out. I find that the people that don't like to really, you know, that aren't, they're afraid to, they're emotionally afraid to put it all out there. Those people, the sex is just okay, you know, and that's fine. We can all, you know, we can all get our pussies wet or dicks wet or whatever, but I really like a connection. I like a friendship and a connection. And I'm more interested in the quality of what I'm doing than just actually doing the physical act. It's not as fun for me when there's that special spark isn't there. And again, that doesn't mean that 
these are all leading to love relationships. It just means that it's a good friendship as a base, you know, and when you set the right foundation, that will carry you where you need to go. And it also makes the sex phenomenal. So, and that's what I'm all about. I'm all about the good sex. So I'm happy with, you know, with my communication with HK, I already know what our sex is like. And I feel like, you know, from the past, right? And I feel like now that I'm even more evolved sexually, I feel like we, if we do reconnect sexually, holy shit. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be even deeper than it was before. And he's really one of the people that rocked my world when I was younger. And also the first person that was dominant that I found that was dominant that I found myself super attracted to. And I kind of didn't know why back then, because he just, he's just a man's man. He's a fucking man. And uh, everything, like all the things, the big hands, like everything, you know, that he's good in bed, sexually, the chemistry's there, like everything that I carried that brought forward with me that was sort of, you know, imprinted in my brain about what I was looking for when I was out, you know, when I'm out hunting for partners, <laughs> he like that, that, that archetype, I guess, is that the right way to put it? That, you know, that, that model is, is what I'm drawn to. And he, and I got it from him. I mean, you know, that's, he imprinted on me back when I was the ripe old age of 18 and it's, you know, it's still there. So I'm actually proud of us. You know, I'm proud of us that we're uh, with our, with our great communication and our honesty. And I, it just, it felt even better, you know, after we had that conversation and he's a okay with it. Although I will say, I know, I know that he's a little not befuddled, but you know, it, a little bit like, okay, all right. You know, he's still, he doesn't have the full picture of how it is. Like I manage casual relationships at the same time as, you know, why, why aren't you more drawn to someone like me who you have this great history with? And I just kind of have to, you know, ease that process with him because <laughs> he does not, he, he, I tell him how wild I am. He knows what I'm doing, but it's, it's one thing then to be in a relationship with someone that's, that they're out there doing that. And he may not, he may not, that might not be for him. And I have to, if that's the case, then, you know, we have to have some talks because I don't think that vanilla land is where I want to go back to. That's what I thought in the beginning, right? I really, really thought mm, I'm going to be out here having my, having my, getting my jollies, scratching things off my list. And then I'll go back and that won't change me. That won't change who I am. And I'll go back to being exactly who I was, close that chapter and bump along. Well, that didn't happen. Here I am. I'm these, all of these experiences have changed me and opened me up in ways that it's just, it's hard to even comprehend how much it's, how much leading with my sexuality and prioritizing it has changed me and taught me so much about myself. So it's been a great teacher. Now let's go on to Jack and Jill. I absolutely, again, great kissers, both of them. The kissing, the connecting, the eye gazing, what I love so much about them is, you know, they were really looking for the same thing that I was looking for, which is again, they want a connection. They're not afraid to connect. Jack is not afraid to connect when we're having sex. The, the saucy conversations, calling out each other's names, the passionate kissing and connecting and then laying there and talking and cuddling afterwards. And he's a dominant guy. And that he is, this is not, 
this is not off-putting to him at all. And he's the one that's actually leading that and saying, this is what I want. And I'm just, you know, I'm like, great. That's fantastic. And I am so impressed with them, with the two of them overall, because they got their shit together. I got to tell you, as a couple, they are rock solid. I wish, I, I hope I can, I'd love to get them on the show and, you know, just ha just delve a little deeper, interview them so that you guys can meet them and see what I see and understand how phenomenal they've done the work on themselves as individuals and as a couple. Their communication is fantastic. Their sex life is smoking hot. And that's just with, the, you know, that's with each other. And I, I get to be a part of that, but not as an accessory to their relationship. I, I actually get to be included, which feels really good. And that makes our sex fucking phenomenal. And when I sit and we're, you know, when we're all three together and we're all three fucking and I look over and I'm watching them fuck and connect, it's, it's not only erotic and sexy, but I feel like I'm witnessing something really special. Something just like, it's like, wow. And I, and I'm like, holy shit. Like I'm a part of this. I'm not just some outsider looking in. I'm actually get to experience and be a part of their kick-ass relationship. And that to me is so special. I absolutely love it. I just, you know, I, I'm like, I'm saying I'm, I'm just coming off these first two months of the year, just going, holy shit, I'm feeling so content and, and everything, you know, I don't want to jinx myself, <laughs> you know, just things are lining up and, and it feels really good to be, this is kind of where I always wanted to be. And it seems like generally, you know, through this, throughout this whole journey, while I'm having this great sex and stuff, there's, there's always, there's always some kind of a rub. There's some kind of an edge, or like I said, you know, somebody not being honest with me or a hundred percent honest with me. And I've dealt with that from partners along the way. And I've always just kind of been like, well, all right. You know, I mean, like really we're, it's a casual relationship. If it bothers me, you know, if it's something like really gross, then with the, the lie is a big whopper and that's happened then I have to see, you know, then I have to ask myself, can you, can I deal with that or not? And if not, boom, they're gone. And it always kind of puzzles me that why people, when they're, you're in a casual relationship and it really is more just about fucking like, why be dishonest? Like we all know why we're here. And if somebody says there, this is the a boundary. And I'm like, well, I can't really give you that, or I can't provide that, or I can't honor that. Then, you know, I don't have a problem telling that, telling them that, but, it, but, it's, it seems to me that more people have a hard time just being really truthful and good at just telling you the truth and where they're at and what they'd like to see happen and, and, or what their, what their real circumstance is. Like, don't say you're not married when you fucking are, <laughs> or don't say you're not and you're single when you're not. That's really usually the biggest problem. And a lot of times, not a lot of times, but there have been a few times where, you know, I find that out after things have been going or even, you know, quite a while into the relationship. And it's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> really? It's so ridiculous. And it's a, it's just a huge turnoff. So I'm really happy that I'm in these good, honest, solid relationships with people right now. And I can count on the 
the people that I'm seeing, you know, for to have a good time, to have amazing sex, to have all this chemistry, to connect. It just, it feels good. You know, I feel, and I feel like I've earned it after this, this long, you know, I'm putting up with some of the stupid shit I put up with <laughs> or encountered, you know, and had hurled my way. I'm like, okay, finally, like my, I'm, I'm getting to call in a few ducats here and, and it's all paying off. And I just, you know, like, it's just so much fun. I mean, I really, it's like, it's great that I mean, look at Jack and Jill, you know, they, we get to tease Jill and I get to tease Jill and she, you know, she's not in the dark about anything. You know, everybody, cards are on the table. Everybody knows everything. And that's what that, the honesty part of it, that's fucking hot. That's what makes it so freeing and and I'm able to just have great sex with them. I don't have my guard up at all. And I'm just, I am all in. And so when I'm there with them and sharing my body with them and we're fucking each other and just getting as raw and hot and raunchy and animalistic as we want to be, it's off the charts because there's not even one little thought in my head like, I wonder if they're being honest with me about that, 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 or I wonder how, what they're really thinking, or I wonder if this is okay. No, I don't have to wonder. If I wonder, I ask. If I want, if I want to make sure they're clear on something, I tell them and I trust that, you know, they'll respond honestly to me and they do. And that feels great. It feels amazing. And it bonds us even closer. And I'm just so happy with that right now. Now, my last, uh, little, my last fun person here, hot, sexy, oh, guy is Nico. I will. And let me say right now, Nico is not penetrating my vagina. <laughs> well, with his fingers, he gets, yeah, if he's lucky, he gets to with his fingers. I am having so much fun being the dominant one. I normally, you know, like to be the submissive one, but as you guys know, like that, I have that side, right? So I guess is that, I mean, am I a true switch? I don't know. I'm just getting into this and learning all about all how to sort of manage the the dichotomy there, the two sides of, of the coin and how that relates to me. I, I'm really enjoying Nico a lot. He is so much fun. He is so fucking sexy. I, and I can't even believe that this gorgeous guy wants me to put his cock in a cage and tease and deny the shit out of him. And then, you know, when I finally like let him come and, you know, I'm touching him and, just have his dick in my hands and I know how bad he wants it. And, and he's also uncut, right? I think I've mentioned that. I don't know if I did or not. That's my first uncircumcised penis, which has been on my list, guys. I've wanted to fuck a guy that didn't have, you know, that wasn't circumcised. And I have not fucked a guy officially yet that does, that isn't circumcised, but I have handjobbed him. <laughs> I have played with his dick mercilessly, pushing him to the end to where he's begging, begging me and moaning. Just the sounds that come out of this guy. It's so hot. It's incredible. The power of it. It's, it's sexy as fuck. You know, my wild dream is that someday him, Jack and Jill and I can all be together. And, and that may just mean that he sits in the corner with his cage on and just has to watch. I mean, of course, I'll, I'll give him some, you know, I'll give him something, I'll, I'll reward him for that. But, you know, I don't know that they want, 
they that they want to introduce a guy, although they may. Uh, you know, I know they were. I think they were tried a few full swaps before I had met with them. So that may be, uh, you know, that may be that may be okay. But you know, the thing with Nico is, you know, I he knows I'm I have this thruple relationship, and I have mentioned Nico to uh, Jack and Jill, and. And it's just, it just, it's fun that, you know, again, I'm not worried about that. I'm okay. That I'm sort of pushing a boundary or doing anything like slightly shady or, you know, anything like that. I just, you know, my, my commitment to Jack and Jill is we, you know, is a, they don't want any STDs and I don't either. Nobody does. Right. So if Nico and I are going to have penis to vagina contact, which I do hope to do, you know, uh, obviously I could have done that. I haven't. But the cool part is that, you know, for, for, for Nico, like that's, he's the submissive, you know, that's, you're going to have to earn that. That is way down the road, buddy. You know, like you, I'm going to have to have a lot of orgasms. You're going to need to stick your fingers in me with my head while I'm doing my Hitachi and you're giving me a bunch of orgasm assists. This is going to take a while. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, you're not just getting that, but oh, I just love playing with his body and and his penis. <laughs> He's got a really nice cock. And oh my God, the blood flow to that thing. Fuck. This guy could cut diamonds. I think everybody ne might need a little tease in denial. I mean, this is why I think he's so hard and just like, wow, 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 wow. So don't think for one second that my dirty little mind is not like, what is that dick going to feel like inside of my pussy? Oh my God. It's going to feel so good. And you know what? You know what I love? I love that he just gets hot and turned on. And as soon as he sees me or even hears my voice, his dick, the pre-cum, it just starts weeping. I mean, it's just pouring out a lot. It's crazy. Just, just watching it. I'm like, whoa, you know, as I'll put my hand on and start stroking it. I'm like, Jesus, this guy is really, really turned on. Poor thing. <laughs> I mean, it's literally like coming out of the cock cage and then I'll let him take it off. And it's just, that has got to be uncomfortable. Holy shit. Oh, I don't know. I really don't know. So I, I, I just, you know, I feel like I'm, oh, I'm so lucky. And again, now he's he, same thing with, with Nico. He loves to, he loves the, you know, the, the guy's a great kisser. God, I mean, the passionate kissing and just the making out part is like, whoa. I mean, that makes my pussy pant. Like I get so wet, you know, same thing with Jack, like when, when, and Jill, you know, when we're kissing like that, that first kind of connection and, and the, the exchange of passion that through, through, through kissing and through our lips when, and they're good kissers. Cause you know, a bad kisser is like, oh my gosh, that just wrecks everything. But there to to feel that and experience that i just love it and it's kind of surprising i think from you know from a from a from a younger guy with nico you know like that i don't know like i love that he has all that passion in there you know i'm i'm like oh because he can switch he can switch and be dominant i would love to experience that with him at some point and see what what kind of a dominant he is and how, how he does what he does. But right now, you know, we're just, we're just exploring the, you know, me being the dominant 
spanked the fuck out of him last time I saw him. You know, his ass had marks on it. I I told him to bring a belt. <laughs> and then I beat his ass. <laughs> oh my God, listen to me, I sound terrible. But you know what? I mean, this is just like, how is all this just coming together so wonderfully? I don't know. Like I said, right now, I'm just feel feeling so lucky and thankful, you know, that I have these amazing people in my life that I get to have this, these great connections with and that our sexual experiences, while some of them are not full blown, you know, what you consider penis to vagina sex, we're still having sexual based encounters and I'm able to do that. You know, it works out like, okay, I don't have to, you know, I just, I get to, I, I get to maintain the, you know, the, the, the protection barrier there of, you know, I'm not sleeping with other people without discussing it with Jack and Jill. And if obviously I'm free to sleep with other people, but you know, I don't want to disrupt our vibe and have to be testing all the time. And from a practical matter, you know, the more partners you have, you're obviously increasing your risk of exposure. Duh. Right. So I want to keep it, you know, keep it simple. And as, and then as it turns out, here, along comes this wonderful, hot, fucking sexy guy who really turns me on that I can plug into this scenario, not r risk anything with Jack and Jill and maintain everybody's sexual health and safety oh, while I still get to play around with this and dominate this gorgeous, fucking hot ass guy. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh. You know, and then I, uh, I get to see HK and I don't know. I mean, does it sound like I'm pissing on my own porch? Maybe I am a little, I'm not trying to, I'm really, it actually comes from a place of being really grateful and a lot of, you know, gratitude for everything. I will say that honestly, the one, you know, that like I look at Jack and Jill's relationship and I'm so impressed with them and in awe, you know, and I do know that that is, that is the one thing that I am foregoing. I am foregoing that one special person right now and having one primary partner that I am madly in love with and have amazing sex with and, you know, all that. And I've, you know, I've had that and it's, it is a missing piece. It definitely is a missing piece, but I'm okay with that. You know, I don't expect anybody to, that I'm with right now to be that person. You know, I mean, that's not what I'm, that's not, I'm not trying to stick a square peg into a round hole. I understand what, what everybody that I'm seeing right now, you know, where they fit and what, what, um, I guess what the quote unquote roles are. And, you know, I'm, it's, I'm okay, but I do, you know, I do miss, I do miss that component a little bit. And I know that, you know, you, you have to forego some things and I, and that's okay. You know, I feel like people, the problem with people is that they, they want their cake and eat it too. You know, there's, they want to, I guess, have a primary partner that maybe is more vanilla that they're lying to and then sneak around on the side and shit like that. You know, I'm just, there's just, None of those scenarios are acceptable to me and are what I'd be willing to do. And if I lose somebody over that, it being uh, being honest, then I lose somebody over being honest. That I can live with. So I'm, you know, I'm feeling very, very good. And I only want, 
I only hope that I'm just continuing to attract people that are on that same wavelength and not, not any douchey dinglings. I can't, <laughs> I just don't have the patience. I'm too old to put up with that crap. But, but yes, I am just very, very fortunate right now. And, oh God, I mean, I don't know. How did I get so lucky? Like every time I'm sitting there and I'm teasing, you know, Nico and I, I'm listening to him groan and moan and beg. It, I, it turns me on so much and I love it. And who, and, and don't, like I said, don't get me wrong. Like, believe me, uh, I want to fuck him. Like I want to know <laughs> what that dick feels like, but I have to sort of, you know, I have to rise above it <laughs> and, and be, you know, be happy for the orgasms that I do get to have, or that he has to give me while I'm with him in order for me to even consider edging him and teasing him and then, you know, not ruining his orgasms. And it's just oh, so much. It's like, it feels like you're being bad and wicked and naughty, but you're not. You're doing that in an honest, in, in the most honest way. And that's what I love about it. That's what makes it so hot. And, and it's just a very valuable experience and point for me right now to be having all this, you know, cause it just solidifies like why I don't put up with the ding dongs, you know, and you know, these, you know, man boys, I guess I'll call them, you know, that just can't get their shit together and, and figure out what the fuck they want and, and be honest and go for it. You know, if you're not happy in your scenario, then get the fuck out. Don't drag that person behind the bus. You know, that poor person that you're lying to as well, or dig deep, know that you're going to have to make some sacrifices. You're not going to be able to get your dick wet all the time with just anybody and everybody behind your primary partner's back, like put your fucking ego aside, dig deep and fix the relationship with your primary partner. If that's what you really want. I just find a lot of times people don't actually really know what they want. Not only are they not willing to be honest with themselves, but you know, obviously then they're not honest with their partner because they, they can't really get deep, I guess, with themselves or honest. And they're just afraid to lose one thing for the other. And so they're going to try to manipulate the situation, which never ends up working, by the way. It, you know, you see all these, it just, you'll go down in flames eventually, or you live in the little prison you built for yourself and you're always unhappy. I won't put, I, I just can't live my life like that. Never wanted to, but I'm so excited and, oh, I can't wait to see where all of this goes. I'm supposed to be going uh, over to see Jack this Friday and Jill is supposed to come home in the middle of our fucking. So that is, I have that, like, I want her to like walk in on us fucking me, fucking her fiance, fucking his brains out. And then what I hope is that she stops and listens at the door. And I, I mentioned that to her. I'm like, I think you should just have to sit there and listen for a while. And then you can come in and join us, you know, and then we'll ravage you, you our gorgeous princess. <laughs> oh, yes, 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 yes. We'll see. Well, that, so uh, by the time this airs, that will, that will have uh, some form of that scenario will have already happened. And hopefully uh, I've also seen Nico again as well. And I keep moving that forward. Oh my God. Yes. I am so hot for him. Let me just tell you. Oh, <laughs> and Jack, 
Jack is hot too. God dang, he's hot. And, and like I said, I love that he's so like he has no problem saying, I want to connect with you. I need to connect with you. Like he doesn't want a superficial, just, okay, hi, how you doing? Let's, you know, let's start fucking and then bye, which I am guilty of that. I have done that a lot over the years just because, you know, of the nature of what I've been doing. Right. So I, and I'm, a, I can do that. I can do that. I think for a female, I do that very well, but I also know again, that in order to do that, you have to put, when you're putting that connection aside, you know that you're missing out on just mind blowing sex. You can have good casual sex. You can have amazing casual sex, but the mind blowing stuff, that's a whole nother level. And that comes only with good communication, honesty, trust with the other person. I can't, you can't get there without those things. It's, you won't. So if you're lacking any of those things in your relationship or relationships, that's the problem. You've got to go deeper. You've got to dig deep. And it starts with really good communication, telling your partners what you want, giving them the 411. If you want an open relationship and you're not in one, you better speak up because you'd be surprised. A lot of people will, they may be okay with it. They may work it out with you. You know, you never know, but I get to just have my cake and eat it too. And not in a bad way, not because I'm being a sneaky slime bag, because, because I'm just being honest with people and creating, going after and getting what I want. And I tell people exactly what I want and what I'm looking for. And you're going to repel the people that aren't about that. And that's good. And then you'll draw to, to you the people that are about it. And right now I am, it's, pretty, it's working out pretty well. Now, I, again, I don't want to jinx myself because you know how that goes. You never know with people. There's, there's all kinds of stuff that can come up, but so far so good. I'm really excited. This year is off to a great start. I can't wait to just see what kind of surprises, what unfolds, you know, who pops in, who pops out. You never know. But so far, um, I'm a pretty happy camper. All right, guys. Well, Thank you so much for listening. I love, love, love doing these episodes. I love sharing my stories with you. You guys know that uh, also, you know, I know I, I plug it all the time and I don't mean to be redundant, but you know, I've got my private podcast. Uh, if you buy from any one of my sponsors, if you uh, show me your proof of purchase, you just email that to me. I will send you a link and you can try the private podcast for free. I go deeper over there. That's where the extra spicy stuff is. Lots of, um, you know, we can see pictures of me and I do my cover art with pictures of me and you get to see my body. You don't get to see my face, but you do get to see, uh, you get to fill in some blanks. So, and it's quite spicy. So uh, that and some just extra audio outtakes, sometimes some pillow talk with me and the guys and, or, you know, whoever I'm seeing, it's just a lot of fun stuff. So I hope that uh, you will check it out. All right, everyone, stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Don't forget, you can always leave me a voicemail. Go to thecuriousgirldiaries.com. Click on the pink tab on the right-hand side. You got five minutes. Let it rip. I get back to each and every one of you. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. 
Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com, and join my subscribers-only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com. 